Hey, and thanks for listening to the Beer You Go podcast. Beer You Go. What does it mean? Why Beer You Go? What are you guys doing? Well, those are great questions. And in episode zero, the one you're about to listen to, Andrew, our co-founder, and myself talk about the why behind Beer You Go. My name is Evan Chastain, and currently my wife and I are traveling around the country to craft breweries, interviewing experts in the craft beer industry. We hope you enjoy this podcast and the many to come. Hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. Does uh, it feel weird talking into a microphone yeah, knowing a that bit. it's recorded? Yeah, it does. It changes it a little bit. It does. We were just talking without the microphone on with each other. It was pretty normal. It was fine. Really we're, normal. We're moving along. And then we hit record. And all of a sudden, what do I do? Yeah, so I guess the biggest question on the board is is what is Beer You Go and why? Why why do we start it? Why do we want to do something basically about beer that feels like a lot of people a lot of people do stuff about beer, so what what are we doing? What are we doing differently? Yeah, that's a good thought, good question to start with. I think that's the question that's been asked to me several times as I have conversations with people say my brother-in-law and i started a, a company oh awesome what's the company well it's called beer you go <laughs> like they're like beer to go that's the first question i always get yep no it's not beer to go this isn't louisiana it's beer you go <laughs> <laughs> and and so the follow-up question is, is exactly what you just asked it's well what is it well and that's that's probably the hardest question i've been trying to answer really for the last few months since we've started posting and started uh, really trying to create a vision for this is yeah. what what do we want to do with this? And originally it started out being a brand promoter via social media, trying to create a following and everything. And, Take uh, pictures of beer, basically, put them on social media. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I like <laughs> drinking beer. I do it every day anyways, so I might as well take some pictures, post it on Instagram, and see what happens, right? right. Um, and then it, it's it's kind of been a little bit fluid ever since that first day. Well, what we've seen is that there are at least 10 accounts every day that start up on social media doing the exact same thing that we were doing. Easily, easily. And tons of people are trying to get into this game where they take pictures of beer and post pictures of beer online. Yeah, and so we're realizing that everybody seems to be stalling out unless you're paying for followers or you've got a big backer behind you. Which we have have no backer, and we're not paying for followers. So, okay, what's the route we go to distinguish ourselves? Yeah. And something that we feel like we've noticed as we've gone around the country and had beers at at smaller breweries, at uh, microbreweries that are maybe in the infancy or the early stages, maybe first couple of years, is that uh, they've got awesome stuff. They've got great product. They maybe even have a really cool environment, but nobody knows about them. Unless you're a local, you're not going to know about them. Unless you Google, hey, brewery in this obscure part of town, you're not going to know about it. And right. so was, my thought was, and we've discussed, is like, how do we get these people on the map? How do we get exposure to them? Because most of these small breweries, they're running on a pretty tight budget. They had to purchase a lot of equipment. It's not cheap. Um, and so the biggest thing for them is we don't either A, have the finances, B, have the know-how, or both to market ourselves efficiently. Yep. And so we're kind of morphing into this stage of, okay, we can still do our posting, still get people's names out there and keep drinking beer. While we also, you know, look at these small breweries and go, hey, 
we want to help you get to not small anymore. We want to help you get to a big status. Right. Not because... Whatever big status means to them. True, true. I, I think uh, I read on craftbeer.com the other day that there's been a 1,000 1, new craft breweries started in the United States in the last year. And that's insane because you think about it 20 years ago, I don't even know how many there were, but really nobody knew of anything outside of Miller Coors, Anheuser-Busch, and a couple of other smaller breweries. Nobody knew much about them, right? They might be there, but they're a, a, a local, towny kind of, only the locals know about them sort of place. But now you've got places like Sweetwater in Atlanta that in 17 years, I think they've been here, they're distributing almost all over the country now. Yeah, yeah. One of my questions that I would love to learn from breweries around the country as Grace and I travel to them is, do you even want to be a big brewery? Yeah. I think the answer we're going to get from a lot of these places is we want to create a place where people come and get to know their neighbors and have community. Yeah. Uh, now they need to bring in money to keep the doors open. So True. it's important that their community knows that they exist. Yep. And with a thousand new breweries starting up in 50 states, you do the math. There's a lot of breweries that are mm-hmm. somewhat competing with each other as they as they start up and, and figure things out. So, how many of them want to be big breweries? How many of these new craft breweries want to be massive breweries? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many of them want to gather their community? Either way, you got you got to tell people about what you're doing. Yeah, you've got to get people in the door. The goal might not always be to be the the biggest brewery. Not at uh, all. Your goal is to share what you've made, right? So you're you're not making it. You obviously bought somewhere to distribute it out of, whether it's just out of your brewery or to distribute it to restaurants or individuals. You bought it for a reason. Otherwise, you'd make it in your garage and call it a day and share it with a couple of friends, right? Which I'm sure there are more than a 1,000 people that have there started that up in the last year. There are millions of people, <laughs> millions of home brewers who yes. do it on a large scale and small scale. So realistically, if you're in the game of being a brewer and being a brewery, you have a goal of selling beer. That might not be your goal of getting rich off it, which is great. You just maybe, maybe it's like, I, I hated my job. I love beer. I figured out how to make it pretty good. All right, let's open a brewery. Man, if it'll pay the bills, I'm happy. Sounds like a good life to me. I'd love it. <laughs> Come on. If I could, if I could brew good enough beer to do that, I'd be really happy. So, yeah. So why not? Why not? If we can, we want to be able to help anybody who is, you know, just starting out saying we want to be the next Anheuser-Busch, but crafty. Okay, cool. Let's, let's try to help you out there. Or if you're saying, we just need enough people to come in the doors to keep the doors open. We want to help those people too. Yeah. Because yeah. those are the ones, those are the places, the breweries that I think really mean a lot to the people who live in that area. Yeah. Um, kind of like our, our hometown brewery, Jekyll. I've been coming here for years, and it means a lot to me because I've been coming well before they were able to sell in the capacity they're able to sell now. Because every state has different selling and serving laws for breweries. They just changed it last year in Georgia where they can sell as if they were a bar. So they can sell by the drink. Um, and it's it's changed a lot. But it's really cool to get to know the people at your local brewery um, and to, to come in, get to spend time with them, bring your friends there. Maybe your friends get together weekly there. I don't know. But it's a lot of places want to be that local place. They want to be that local watering hole, if you will. Yeah, um, totally. So I have a, a, a question in my own mind whenever you say we want to help breweries. I'm like, well, what do I have to offer 
to help breweries and and i think that's a uh, the question that a brewery would ask yeah. first to us is okay yeah you want to help us well, how can you help us and a quote that was told to me a while ago that i think of often is if you want to make your dreams come true help others make their dreams come true yep so how do you do that uh, i think this year we're really going to learn how we can help yeah. i don't know that I, I i don't have all the answers on how we can help <clears throat> what we can do, how to increase w- people coming in your doors, how to let your community know about you. I'm, I've been in digital marketing, so I know that side of things, but I'm not convinced that the, that's the only answer for craft breweries to reach their communities. And I'm really excited to learn with breweries how we can help them uh, and just say up front, we don't have all the answers. We, we, we can't like flip this magic switch and and help your brewery. Yeah. But we do want to learn about breweries and what works and what doesn't work and share it right here on this podcast throughout the country. Like yeah. talking to breweries and, and asking them what works. And and we'll be doing that over over the next year specifically uh, as we travel around. Well and not only will we be talking about it, but we'll also be doing some of it ourselves too. Yeah. And that's that's one of the big goals of this trip is the opportunity to uh, to go to breweries who need help. Maybe they want to get a little marketing coming up for an event they've got going on or something like that. You know, we can really rely on you know the digital marketing history that you have, the experience that you have, um, and say, hey, look, we can target market for you. We can do X, Y, and Z right. to help you hopefully get some more people in the door for your event or just even for a weekend yeah. to, to say, we want to target this many people this weekend. Great. All right. Let's do it. Are you launching a beer? Are you having an event? Do you have a big game coming up you're going to feature? Something like that. Totally. My dad's told me my whole life, if somebody's giving you advice or telling you how to do something, see if they're doing it themselves. And the the more common phrase for it is you can walk the walk or you can talk the talk. Can you walk the walk? Yeah. So uh, we are, are trying to do just that, trying to practice what we know yep. through doing this podcast through our social channels, through everything, so that we can apply what we're learning ourselves to help breweries get their name out there in the, in the industry. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's going to be really cool to, to learn alongside breweries how to reach this super engaged culture. Yeah. It's, it's a super engaged uh, community of craft brew drinkers around the United States. Yep. And I have just personally scratched the surface of it. I don't know... Uh, a half of what most of the people who are interested in craft beer know around the country. You personally know way more than I do. That's uh, just because and... I've been drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> I, I I haven't gone. I've I've gone to local states. Uh, I haven't gone everywhere out around the country. So by the time this year is over, you'll been to a lot more places than I will. Um, but in going to the places doesn't uh, make you know a lot about beer either. No. Uh, there's there's probably some people out there, and by probably I think there are people who just go to one brewery and will know and they've been going for two years straight and they know more about beer and the craft brew industry than I ever will in my life. Yeah. I want to meet those people and talk to them and learn from them. Yep. Uh, because without talking to them and learning from them, you know, I can only get so far on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can read so much, but then uh, eventually you got to do something. Yep. No doubt. Okay. So we've got, uh, covered kind of the what we are, who we are. I guess we haven't introduced ourselves. 
<laughs> uh, intros. I'm I'm Andrew. Um, I work in the insurance business. I like beer, and uh, one of my biggest things about wanting to do this was uh, outside of you know faith, family, and work, and friends. I wanted something I was passionate about to be able to pour some time into when I have free time. Um, and so something that I am passionate about, um, is beer and not just like throwing back 12 packs, but you know, finding good beer, finding out how it's made, finding out who made it, why they made it, all of that. And so I like trying new things. I like finding new places. I like meeting new people. And so this was a really cool opportunity to say, whatever, whatever way this manifests itself, we're going to find something pretty cool. We're going to meet a lot of people out of it. We're going to learn a lot. And if in the end, if it goes nowhere else, we had a hell of a fun time. Doing no it. doubt. No doubt. I am Andrew's brother-in-law. My name is Evan. And uh, Andrew and I started this, like from my perspective, I, I know the digital marketing world, know how to throw together a website and uh, strategically think about social media, paid Facebook advertising, and so uh, I've kind of been in this world of digital marketing and Andrew's been really enjoying beer. So I said, let's do something together. <laughs> let's have fun. Like, let's start something. There's something really exhilarating about starting a business. Yeah. Uh, you and I both have learned a ton through the process, yep. the paperwork you've got to fill out, the going to the bank and both having to be there at the same time with the secretary of state forms and just uh, the list of what you learn, the experience you, you gain the relationships that grow from starting a business, people at the city, people at our local brewery. So I'm doing this for fun with my brother-in-law. Uh, it's, it's really a, a good time. And if we can do something that makes money out of it that'd be awesome but if it's just a fun project then that's even just as awesome what if we answered this question let's go what kind of information are you going to get on this podcast over the next year so one of the biggest things you might find is not only us introducing a brewery to you and saying hey it's here go check it out because of x y and z we really want to be able to bring in the people from the brewery whether it's the brewer, the master brewer, or the uh, the taproom manager, or whoever it is, or the, uh, the the owner, to bring them in and say, here is why we think people should come check us out. Totally. We, we think that means way more, if I'm not off base, we think it means way more than just telling you about it on Instagram, saying, hey, here's a picture, go check them out. Yep. Their beer's good. I'm going to add to that. Go ahead. I personally would love to learn from these people. And so I'm going to be asking questions to the brewmasters, to the business owners. What's working? What's not working? Yeah. Tell me how to taste a beer. Yeah. Tell me what goes into the making of this beer. Tell me the story behind your brewery because I don't currently know a ton about the craft brew industry. Uh, although I hope after this next year that I, I know a lot more and that I've built some great relationships yeah uh, just talking to people well i think those things are gonna be interesting too to see across the country how some of these people do it and how some of these people view certain things and so to get their take on different kinds of hops throughout the country or different kinds of grains where do you get them from or even something as simple as hey i drink beer that tastes good that's all i know help me taste more in depth than what i'm getting right now right yep. so 
how do I taste further than just good? How yep. do I say, oh, I taste certain hops or I taste certain flavors or I can tell you put mango in this beer or maybe it's a sour. So I'm tasting, you know, some apple there. I'm tasting some sweetness to a different beer. How do you pull that out of there without just saying it's good? It's sweet. That's where I'm at sour. right now. That's, that'd be really <laughs> cool. I think that's, that's such an awesome opportunity to go around the country and get really a consensus from, from breweries, from brewmasters, from, uh, from everybody who works at a brewery, they are the people to ask, how do I get the most out of this experience? Rather than just throwing back a, a Bud Light. You know, yep. How do I pull from it what it has to have? Yep, no doubt. Well, I, this may be too cheesy of a way to end, but I, I guess beer we go. Beer you go. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to start interviewing people around the country about craft beer. Cheers. Beer you go. All right, that concludes episode zero of the Beer You Go podcast. Tune into our next episode where we interview Nate from Jekyll Brewing. If you'd like to, you can follow our journey around the country to craft breweries on Instagram at Beer You Go. We're also on Facebook. And we would love brewery recommendations from you. Just shoot me an email at evan at beeryougo.com. Cheers.